Welcome in to the PHNX Rising Podcast. Nice to see everyone on a Tuesday. I see someone in the window. It's uh, Miss Emma Clark saying nice no, in the window. Hey, yeah, Emma. Very nice. We're live on the podcast. What's going on? How are you? We can't hear her because she doesn't have a mic. That's cool. Course, oh, wait. Hold on. Sorry. One yeah. sec. Folks, this is very important. Uh, producer Emma hopping on the podcast. What's up, Emma? How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing so good. How are you? Fantastic. Max? It looked like you were trying to tell us something. Uh, I was just trying to say have a great show. Thank you. That's certainly what it looked like Absolutely. with your hand gestures. Really thought. appreciate that. That's what yeah. I thought. For those of you listening on audio, Emma was definitely saying that with her hand gestures. Uh, but yes, everyone, welcome in again to the PHNX Rising podcast. Going to be a fun time here. I, of course, am Max Simpson, and I'm joined by the man, the myth, the Sacramento, Mr. Owen Evans. How are we doing? Oh, God, I gotta go to Sacramento. <laughs> you don't like that one? No? That's okay. How are you feeling today? Feeling How good? do we feel about Sacramento, everybody? Let us know in the chat. You know, the, we, the my favorite thing about Sacramento? Leaving Sacramento. You darn kidding. Feeling good. Uh, you know, I just came off a nice, uh, impressive uh, FIFA victory myself. Actually, a shellacking, as many might say. Um, yeah, but... It's gonna be a good time, man. Got a got a great show for you guys tonight. Um, definitely gonna talk about you know further in depth about Saturday's draw one one to Colorado Springs Switchbacks. Going to preview a bit of tomorrow's game against Sacramento Republic, and also I heard Rising kind of made a new player signing today. Yeah, just a bit. Just a bit. Just a bit. Yeah, no big deal. Just kind of bolstering an attack even further, but. You know, we're going to get it and have a good time. Uh, you know, logically. Well, we're going to get into it. We're not going to guarantee you a good time. <clears throat> Fair enough. Well, shall we start with a little recapping further? Colorado Springs switchbacks. Yeah, it was bad. You, you... <laughs> no, it was. Like, let's, let's actually break it down a little bit more, right? As you looked at Phoenix Rising, they came out, I think, at times a little bit. Uh, ponderous in the first half still i think there was still a little bit of overthinking they often do this in the attack we've gotten used to it by now quite common to see that this this team can struggle in the attack now i know it's something that you personally you know you've looked into some of the things and said you think one of the things is uh manuel artiaga you look at that last goal and uh oh, the last game sorry last goal um yeah. not really the movement no, as much as you would have expected, or as much as yep. we've seen more since he got onto in, in form, since he started to perform at a better level, um, since he really started hitting his stride and was putting goals in multiple games in a row, um, that that's probably a part of it. I would broadly speaking agree. Um, beyond that, yeah, it was just it was just a struggle, I think, for large uh, large parts of that first half, and then you see it as usual. We've gotten used to it by now. We keep telling you, how does Phoenix Rising improve from here? They've got to cut out the mistakes. That's something that we didn't really see them manage to do in that last game. Um, Daniel Crutzen with a ball that can be best described as a hospital pass. That's a hospital ball. Yeah, 100%. That's, that's, that, 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 that's that, that all is it the, was. That's the clinical term. That's all it was. It yeah. was just poor. Um... I'm not really sure how best else to describe it. You're, you're looking there. Okay, you get received the ball from Rio Snovo. And the first thing he looks to do is to play this one-touch pass somewhere. But he's doing it to a Kev Lambert who, if you'd been following where Kev was positioned by following through on the play, you're watching where he's gone. He's been drawn out wide. He had to rush back to get the ball back to Rio Snovo in the first place. Um, he's out wide at yeah. this stage. And... You've got the player coming in from Colorado Springs ready to pounce on that one. And it, it just... Uh, you've just got to do better than that. I think it's one of those moments where 
look, I think that overall we can we can have the broader discussion talking about Daniel Crutzen, talking yeah. about how he's done in in recent weeks yeah. and how he's done over the course of the season. I think that broadly speaking, yeah, he's been reasonably solid. But these last two games, he's had some very very poor errors. I mean, they they are as I'm sure people will say in our chat. People have said online schoolboy errors okay they're, yeah. they're things that you expect to be teaching out of kids yeah um it, it was you can't afford to give an opponent that kind of opportunity out of nothing pure nothing there was nothing there there was no there was no real i think attempt i mean as I said there in the chat kev didn't have much to work with he didn't yeah, Kev was drawn out of position by the the ball that he'd played previously. That's yeah. fine, but the answer there is that, is as this fellow centre back, you've got to be looking. You've got to be aware when you play that kind of a pass deep in your own end. Yeah. You've got to be aware of where the person you're passing it to is. You've got to be aware of the other players that are pressing you. You can't just kind of one touch pass it in the way that he did to someone who's not there. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, it, it's, it's the very interesting thing with Daniel Crutzen. I Very much, right? I, I think he's been a pretty reliable defender. I think he's one of the, he's the best uh, distributor uh, center backs that we have. Uh, and I think like by and large this entire season, he's been a pretty reliable guy. But I mean, you've seen it time and time again, you know, again, early in the season, the second match uh, against San Diego Loyal, a ball like this, honestly, a similar-esque nature. These are just, balls that are to your point hospital balls and you know people are prone to mistakes i think especially in an aggressive passing system like this where you are tasked with playing out the back and not just hoofing it along which to his credit he can definitely play in a nice uh you know corner ball every now and then but these things aren't a byproduct of playing it out the back these are just fundamentals and if you're going to go across the ball uh, uh you know your own goal playing in the middle of the pitch first off the elementary rule of soccer is to not do that. But if you're going to, you need to play it with pace and you need to make sure it gets there. If you're going to miss a ball like that, miss it wide rather than missing it short. And I mean, it just comes down to little things. I know Jake has been saying it before when he's, you know, hopped on the pod. And it's very much like you don't want to see this team rue their chances based off of little things like like you know errors we saw this against miami we saw this um in colorado springs we saw this in multiple matches and again this is not me saying doom or gloom this is the end of the world or anything like that but it's i would rather you know lose to like good teams in good ways rather than like these losses by rising and these draws mm -hmm. which feel like losses are just simple errors that's the part that's incredibly frustrating yeah yeah i will you know i'm going to hop in here and uh, address uh, I think we should address a couple other things that sure. come up in the chat because they're also really relevant to what happened now I think uh, Golding Man Pat with a really surprised rising thing again never sent back after Stenberg fell through just for coverage so that's the injury form drop I will say this by the time that Mo Traore had come in they knew that Stenberg was yeah. struggling with the issues yeah. that he had that are keeping him away from the team um, I, I think that when you I, I can't say for certain whether they were going to do that anyway that's something that's harder for me to really put into the perspective here but i will say yeah. that he linked up with the team after it became become apparent that stenberg was not going to be joining them so 
Maybe if Stenberg's here, you don't have Mo Traore. Sure. I don't know on that front. Um, I will broadly agree that there's perhaps not the centre-back depth that you really want, mm-hmm. I think, in that team um, at the moment. So, I don't know. I don't know on that one. Um, to look at some of the other things here. Um, uh, talking of kids, uh, a couple of mentions here of this one. Um, why play Carlitos instead of Jose and that, uh, Andres Hernandez? It's a f- yeah, that's, I mean, a, that's, that's, a, that's a, a question, right? Carlos Anguiano. Now, the answer to that is because there was a, a view from Juan, at yeah. least this is what was said after the game on Saturday. There was a view from Juan that you're looking at uh, someone who, depending on how Oakland is... Uh, they all blur together. They all blur together. They all blur into one. Yeah. Depending on how Colorado Springs, there we go. Nice. Get it right this time. We'll Depending back. on how Colorado Springs were setting themselves up, what you were looking at there is someone who could potentially pass through some of those lines. That was the the hope. Yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll say this. Look, his passing accuracy was fine. Sure. It wasn't great by sure. the standards of this team necessarily. Um. Uh, his passing actually in the final third is fine again as well, yes. Sure. But you do lose something, to be fair, when you put him out there. Because yeah. as much as I will say that Carlos Anguiano, Carlitos has improved since last year. I think Certainly. he has worked on that physical side of his game in ways that have helped a lot. Yeah, He's also still, especially compared to someone like Carlos Harvey, relatively weak. Now... I will say, looking at this week, you're going to have to make changes. Yeah. You've got three games. You'd have had to make changes on um, Wednesday it, anyway, because yeah. Renzo Zambrano now, having picked up a sec- uh, his eighth yellow card yeah. against Colorado Springs, will be suspended <laughs> yeah. for the next game. Yeah, Devin and Izvikovsky. St- Devin, I can't give you a team sheet, mate. <laughs> I-, I can't give you a team sheet. Look, I wish... I don't even know, right? Sometimes we can't tell you because... You're not. You don't share those things. We don't know what the team she yeah. is. We really don't know. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Well, so um, also not fortune tellers, but no. I mean, go, we're going, not fortune go, tellers. Go, going back to you know uh, the Car- Carlitos versus Jose Andres Hernandez. I mean, I think they just give you something different. If I'm kind of looking at the eye test, right, Car- uh, Carlitos, maybe more of like, hey, let me try to dribble down a defense, kind of get into those half spaces. Jose Andres Hernandez, a bit more of the progressor of the ball. You know, we've routinely see this guy only wants to play forward. I see good and bad to both. I don't, I, I don't, I, will, I don't, I don't, I don't I mind. I'll in with one please, thing here, please, which please. is that Carlos Anguiano did not attempt to dribble. Interesting. Um, in the last game. Actually, and this one is going to really make a certain... Oh, boy. I'm not sure if Michael van der Plas is in the chat, but this would really make him happy if he was here. Ericsson Gallardo attempted three dribbles and was successful in none of them. It's the last game. Zero for three. Uh, no, I mean, and maybe that's, just, maybe that's just the eye test. I mean, I think this one, Jose Andres Hernandez, where they're playing a low block, wouldn't have hurt to have them in there. But I also think, I mean... I don't care who you have in there. If it's not Carlos Harvey, it's just a it's a tough one. And I think Rising has I don't think you can like for like replace him. We've gone on length at saying that, but I think if you're going to do a different if you're not gonna like like if you're not gonna like for like replace him, then I don't know. I don't think they have the solution, and that's something where you kind of have to figure it look, out with your playing style. Look, Carlos Anguiano won possession four times, he lost it eight. Mm-hmm. Okay, that gives you a little bit of context Certainly. there. To that Colorado Springs game. I, I think, look, I understand why there was a need for rotation. I will be fair here and say that to me, 
something that I like about Jose Andres Hernandez when I watch him play is that, yes, he's a smaller guy. True. To me, when you compare him with someone like Carlitos, yeah. Yeah, I think that in Jose Andres Hernandez, you have someone who's perhaps a little bit more street, street smart in some of what he does, sure. a little bit more, to me, able to deal with bigger and stronger players around him, perhaps, sure. than Carlitos is. Sure. That's something that I quite like about his game. Again, Hernandez is not a big guy. Yeah. You're not putting someone in their midfield who's a big guy if you're putting him out there. But I just feel as though, to me, what, what I like about Hernandez yeah. compared to Carlitos, I see someone who I think has got a little bit more bite to him. Yeah. I, I, see, to me, I don't even know if I necessarily consider it bite. I think, I, to your point, it's more maybe guile or more like that street smarts of, I think when he's in possession and when he's orchestrating the attack, I, I just, I feel maybe you're getting, it's less high risk, high reward. I think Carlitos definitely has a couple moments in him, but in a match like that, where you're tasked to break down a low block and with a team that can counter, I don't know if he's the guy in there. Whereas Jose Andres Hernandez, he's not a guy who he's not going to play negative often. And when he plays forward, it's crisp. He already knows where he's looking to go before the ball happens. And against a low block where the team's compact and you are seemingly try crosses, what? where we count 35 crosses and three of them connecting when you keep on going outside and it's not working. You need a guy who knows what he's doing before the ball even happens. And that's something we've seen Jose Andres Hernandez uh, play. I'm curious, Carlos Harvey coming in, ideally and playing, you know, more of a impactful role there, but I'm, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm looking for someone to step up because the funny thing is, is we say Carlos Harvey enjoys the yellow card, which he does. Reza Zambrano sneakily has a yellow card seemingly every game or every other match. 19 games, 8 yellow cards. Oh, man, that is that's, that's uh, something. That's how you get yourself suspended for a match there. Hi. Um, of course, look, it's no small task now getting to the league threshold. 8 yellow cards. Uh, it does take a good bit of effort, that, to be fair. Yeah. Um, given that you're looking at... <sighs> Just, I mean, what, 34 games in a season? Yep. Eight yellow cards. Knowing the good behavior incentive still exists. You go long enough without uh, w without picking up a yellow card, they're going to remove one of them for the, the sake of accumulation. Sure. It's, I, I'm impressed that he's gotten there this quickly. Um, a little bit surprising to me in some ways, but maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe it shouldn't be. Uh, I'm just digging into a, a few of the, the numbers here um, to our earlier point here. So as you look at possession ones, I'm just pulling a few numbers per 90 just to see. As you compare Carlos Anguiano and uh, comparing him to Jose Andres Hernandez, Anguiano wins possession per 90 at a little bit higher. It's 5.62 per 90 compared to Jose Andres Hernandez is 5. He loses possession at a slightly higher rate there as well, Carlos Anguiano losing possession per 90 of 9.75 compared to Jose Andres Hernandez's 8.75, yeah. which is actually, intriguingly enough, the uh, lowest per 90 on the team with the exception of Rocco Rios Nova. Uh, you look at things like Jules 1 per 90, and what you will see mm. is that Carlos Anguiano, Jose Andres Hernandez, pretty similar. Yeah. Aerial Jules 1, not something where you'd expect a great mm, deal mm, mm. of success by either and i'm gonna be honest to you it isn't although carlos anguiano does win a few more balls in the air 0.38 per 90 compared to jose andres hernandez is 0.14 
And then when you look at the tackle, you look at how they are in the tackle in terms of tackles. One, Jose Andres Hernandez winning about 1.25 tackles per game. Carlos Anguiano, 1.88, which is interesting because those numbers don't necessarily back up what the eye test from yeah. what we've seen. Yeah, it's probably... But it's interesting. It's probably it's interesting. It's probably a mix of eye tests. The fact the that he doesn't lose like possession at a high rate to me is a, an interesting surprising. one. It's interesting. It's, it's surprising. It's, uh, I mean, what, we saw, what, a couple, like a month or so ago, I think he pulled some stats that... Uh, Gallardo was one of actually the more progressive assisters and uh, big chance creators in the league. So go figure. You got to do a mix of mo- both. Um, so you lead to uh, make sure we're all on the same page. Oh, yeah, who's suspended? That's going to be Renzo Zambrano for, again, yellow card accumulation. Devin, bad advice. Uh, do not listen to that man. Also, everyone. No, pre- if you need a free beer, just tell Max that he owes you a beer. Yeah, well, it's, uh, well it's, rest I, might, I might give you guys a beer. Okay. Max we, is we, had beer. Is, we had to put that on. We had to put that on, Producer Jacob. Okay, for sure. Um, well, you guys could leave a like button. That might help with a certain someone on this podcast buying beers. But, uh, you know, what type of beers I would be buying you? It'd be, you know, one of our friends from our friends at Four I just Peaks. Need to, I just need to say to you, though, Max, you've got your Four Peaks beers there. Mm-hmm. You haven't taken the, the cap off that beer. Uh, I feel this, this is... This man a, never drank a Four Peaks in his life. That's that's actually not true. It's not true. If you, if you look the at the archives, I have drinking copious Four Peaks beers, and I will be drinking... It's a fraud. It's a fraud. I will be... I do not owe anyone enough beers. Max, there, actually, beers. wait, wait, Max. Yeah, no, I don't know anything. No. If I were to owe beers, which I don't, I'll be giving my friends... Four Peaks. Four Peaks, right? Lots of different choices. You're drinking the... You were trying the, the Super Juicy IPA. The Lotus Hopped Super Juicy IPA from the Arizona Staycation IPA series. How is it? Interesting. It's different. It's definitely very different. I'm seeing if there's any more description on here to give people. It's a strong one. I'll give it that. 7.1%. Yeah, it's not that, a... Uh, not a weak beer. That'll but, um, that'll do. But yes, that'll do. But it's, fr- it's interesting. Yeah, friends of Four Peaks. They got the kilt lifters. They got the Holmberg bound. The tee shots, of course, is always crisp and delicious. Um, juicy this one. Uh, I see a super chat super that I will not be. Le- I will not be reading. I will not be reading. You are legally obligated. I am to read legally the obligated chat. to do nothing. Oh, okay. I will not read super chats to disparage chat. me. Thank no. you for the two dollars super chat. Remember, beer tomorrow, shots tomorrow. Rumor has it that Max Simpson is a booze dodger, but regardless, anyway, we'll move on. I will not be dodging booze, but if he I were does. to give he booze, does. it'd be from our friends at Four Peaks. Again, check out Four Peaks at Four Peaks Brew and at <laughs> and at Four Peaks Pub. Uh, I'm not making be, you uncomfortable, man. I don't care. If uh, you they, buy them some Four Peaks, they must, maybe they'll stop. They must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Maybe, maybe Provide I for will the people. They want the Four Peaks beers. Maybe you speak I, so highly of them that they want to try them too. Maybe and the way I, they're going to oh try my. them is by you buying them. Maybe for them. I will follow Demon's advice in the chat and perhaps providing some at Valley Tap Room for those of you who are beers, going. He's providing beers, free beers tomorrow. At those Max of Simpson, those who are beers. going, Valley Tap Room. Yeah, first off, I think we are we're like six RSVPs away and from being was, sold out. That was four hours ago. And so. again, it's a free RSVP. So like, if they're even there. You know, try to get your hands on them. But for those of you who are, thank you for everyone who's going to be joining us tomorrow at Valley Tap Room. Again, producer uh, Jacob, throw that thing on screen. It's going to be the USA versus Netherlands watch party at... What thing am I throwing on the oh screen? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Amateur hour. Uh, yeah, the USA... Netherlands. But Max Simpson is buying The beers. USA Netherlands uh, watch party is going to be at Valley yeah, Tap Room six. at 6 p.m. And then right afterwards, uh, it's going to go to around 8 p.m., Rising kicks off 
Sacramento Republic at 8 p.m. You literally get two watch parties for the price of none. I can't, I can't without myself. It's pretty darn good. But two exactly. watch parties. There's no price because Max is buying all of your beers. Two watch parties for free. Check out our friend. And four, uh, four Peaks actually will be there with some sampling with our there friends at Valley Tapper. That's a nice little He's collaboration got some free there. Beer in there. There we go. And I provide for the people. What you think I do? Look at that, baby. Check out our friends at Valley Taproom on Instagram at Valley Taproom and in person off the 202 and Gilbert. Again, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Super fun time. And by the way, I hear if the Wi-Fi is good, producer Jacob is going to be forced to deal with me doing a remote show there. And I'm going to be Ubering, baby. I'm going to be drinking. You We're gonna never have a good time. sent me out to test it. So okay. No, like my laptop. We're going to talk offline, but yeah. I'll get my way. I'll get my way. Don't worry. Don't worry, everyone. Bobby Don't worry, everyone. I'll get my way. I always, I always get my way, producer Jacob. Uh, yeah. But yeah, check it out. Valley Tap Room. We'll see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> you should have seen Jacob's face. Uh, anyway. And he hates but my... yes, do get to Valley Tap Room. It'll yes. be a good time. You won't have the fun that I'll have in terms of, uh, did you know, to get to the stadium tomorrow, I have to go through the state fair. Yeah, well. But it will be a good time nonetheless to go to Valley Tap It will be a good time. I mean, to get to the stadium and going through the state fair, would you say yeah. that's the best... Uh, Formella to success. I'm just gonna unhook I just, this XLR. No, you can't do that. Anyway, I, 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 I heard there's a bit, don't try me, Max. I, I heard there's a bit of news uh, rising player signing, and uh, you know if you didn't hear it, we got a former Sac Republic signing. We got a, a freaking graphic on screen, baby. Darius Formella. Ooh, I like when you say it. That's nice. Goes to rising, joining from right. Oakland Roots, where he scored six goals in 20 games. Oakland receiving in return Babuka Jai. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, <laughs> this is something where we were texting last night, and you know, we were texting on Sunday night about. I mean, yeah, trying to piece this one together. Honestly, and you're kind of thinking, right? What do we have in in plethora in uh, variety and cornucopia, if you will, that really could be useful? For Oakland. for Oakland. And we were saying, you know, wingbacks, that position. And we were kind of wondering who could be included. You have a lot of different options. I mean, players who are healthy, players who inform, players who are going, you know, getting back at the right place. Babacar Jai, I did not think was going to be a candidate here. And yet... Here we are. Why did you not think he was going to be a candidate, Max? In the tell the people. Tell the people your thoughts here. In the sense that it's an interesting pick. Guy is a bit bit injured and uh, working his way working his way back. But I will say in our group chat, I did call. I did predict. I did predict that if someone was going to uh, get moved, then here we go. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. I think. Look, let's focus first of all on what Rising is bringing in. Let's talk a bit about Darius Formala. He's a player who has been in the league now for ooh, four years. Sure. 2019, I think he came across, wasn't it, for Sacramento Republic? Sounds about right. 2019, yes. He's been around for He's a uh, over, what, 100, 100 USL appearances? He's if, got a uh, good number like of goals. Yeah. I mean, this year, as I said, six in 20 games, right? Player who... A good handful against Rising. He's one in each game against Rising. Uh, Look, yeah. the thing about... Uh, the thing about Formala here is that he's someone who is, I'd say, a very accurate striker without necessarily being the high-percentage shot striker. Oh, sure. But he's the guy who manages to make some of those more difficult shots. We saw that in two goals against Rising. They weren't close to goal. Yeah. They weren't tap-in type goals. This isn't Harry Kane now we're talking about. 
What we're talking about is someone who's going to take on efforts from sometimes more difficult places and has a high conversion rate at doing so. Yeah. Relative to the shots he's taking, where he's taking from, his positioning. He's pretty decent. Yeah. He's, he's getting what he should, right? And to me, that is exciting to have another player like that in this squad. I do think now... And again, getting into a bit more about Formella, for those of you who don't know, yep. he's kind of a striker, can play as an attacking mid. Uh, under Juan back in Oakland last year, because obviously he was in Oakland last year, Juan was in Oakland yep. last year. Yep. Felt like it was a bit awkward sometimes. He didn't score that many goals last year. There was a lot of, I think, soul-searching of sorts, trying to find him a position. There was, I think one game he showed up in uh, as a right-back. Yeah. Okay. Um Fluid. Fluid is one word, um, but I I tell you what, when you when you actually look at him and what he's done in this last few months now, I'm honestly intrigued to see how he fits into this squad. I think it's an area that Rising A kind of needed. Yeah, they they need a true backup for Artiaga or someone to give him competition at least. But when you look then at if he's playing a little bit further back, I, I wonder if, is, is he looking at things, how is it all going to fit together? Because you got Panos, Gallardo, mm -hmm. Trejo. Yeah. And you've got... Um, Artiaga. Well, Artiaga's up top, yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you were... Fede Varela. My bad. Whoops. So you've got yeah. those four. Now you've got Darius Formella. Yeah. How does this fit together? Because you've got a good number of players there who could all yeah. be starting. Here's the thing. I don't think you're going to want to drop Trejo. I don't think you're going to want to drop no, no, Panos. No. Do you play Trejo and Panos out wide with Formella in the middle? And I, I, I can see that, but I will also say this, which is that Panos to me has skills inside. It's, it's not he's bad as a winger. I don't think that in the slightest. Yeah, I think he's more valuable. But I think so. he's you get the best out of Panos. If you're playing him in a more central role, letting him be more creative, letting him be a little bit more fluid and uh, move around in those kind of areas and Certainly. get stuck in where he needs to rather than having to provide the width. And especially if, if Rising sticks with the back four, which is what they've they did last weekend and they've done in previous weeks, admittedly prior to that last weekend without Kev Lambert, yeah. kind of forcing that issue. I think that a lot of the weight has to come from those wide players up top. So for me in that case, I don't necessarily want Panos drifting too far centrally. Sure. You'd also lose a lot of the pace of someone like Ericsson Gallardo sure. if you drop him, which again, I know there are some easy, people, easy, easy, I know there are easy, some people easy. who are not, be the half, well, I wouldn't really complain too much, but, it's another thing to note. Um, yeah. I think that as you look, though, I mean, look, overall, he's a quality player. Certainly. Absolutely a quality player. This is a guy who played under 21's level for Poland. Quality player. Oh, 100%. Okay. There is a pedigree there. Yes. That you realistically, I think, if you are given the opportunity to acquire a player like this, you do it. You do it you do as it. long as it isn't too harmful to you. And to yeah, me, and we'll get in in a minute into Babu and Babu's departure and what kind of a hole that leaves Certainly. or doesn't leave. To me, Babu Karjai was a player who, especially given the context, as Edward kind of points out in there, with the Jai wearing a boot, um, not, not going to damn quote the rest of what he's yeah. saying. Babu Karjai not being fit at the moment and likely going to be out for another few weeks. 
couple of weeks, yeah. maybe two, three. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think that he's a player who was expendable Yeah. in terms of Phoenix Rising's outlook on the rest of the season. Certainly. I mean, uh, you know, it's one of those things, a bit of a log jam at the outside back position, kind of what we noted. There's a lot of players who are have overperformed, who are coming back into form. I think, you know, looking at Babu as a player, I know he seemed to be a fan favorite to many. I think he always offered a lot of pace, which is something that is incredibly valuable for this team and how they want to play. I think we've discussed at length multiple times that, you know, listen, he had, he had some nice finishes. There were times where you can see spurts of the finishing improving, but I think it was a lot of, you know, I think just that lack of consistency in terms of that crossing ability and how this team wanted to play. Again, we kind of said that often he would beat his man down the line, but then it was, well, where do we go from here? And you saw the wheels turning a bit at certain times, but I think it was, you know, I just think there was that lack of clinicalness at times. I think he definitely offers a lot as a player, but where rising has excelled is they've had a lot of wingbacks who try to put in a bit more of that crossing ability and have seen it done so on a more, Consistent basis. I think that's where when you get those outside backs coming in and more players into those positions, whether it's Gabby Torres or Equajo, um, where Uzo's coming back, um, Manjoma, all these players, you know, yes, they maybe don't play on predominantly as much on the left side as Babu typically has done, but it you're still able to get then those different positions, able to cash in on the Mula, really make sure that uh they're in a strong position to succeed. I will say this, a couple of bit of contextual things to this one, actually, as well. Oh, yes. uh, Formala, to my understanding, yes. was on a two-year deal in Oakland that began last season. Yeah. So I am expecting, but can't confirm, that he will be out of contract. What are you playing with now? Uh, I, I felt something fell. It's all something good. fell. Okay, well Sorry. done, Max. Yeah. Just, just, you can chill. You, know, you, uh, you can keep going. Um, so... <laughs> So I'm expecting, but not can't confirm that he will be out of contract at the end of the year. That's sure. one thing, okay? So that diminishes value. It does. I understand that. Um, but when you look at Babakajai, to me, he's someone who, from Phoenix's perspective, and I say this in the nicest possible way because the the implication that I, I got in terms of um, just... Uh, you look at the squad, you evaluate all the players on there. Yeah. If Phoenix Rising want to achieve the goals that they've set out to achieve, namely they're going to, they want to host a home playoff game. They want to finish on top four. They got work to do. But to me, if that is the game, and that is with the players that they have on this squad, Babukajai is not a starter on that team. Yeah, I'd, of any I'd, variety. I, I don't think I you're going to get a lot of argument. Quite there. a few players that are higher up the packing order than him, and, and rightly so. I will add, though, he's a player who definitely brings what I'd call nuisance value off the bench. Oh, that's true. Okay? He's someone nice. with a lot of pace. That's what you do. But you get out there against a tired defense, he's going to run at them and going to cause some problems. Out of the back, he's explosive. Very much so. He, he his bur problem, burns defenses. Yeah. His problem is that while we've been speaking about Darius Formella and saying he is someone who's a clinical finisher, Babakajai was not... Yeah. And that was a problem. Yeah. Um, you had someone who was very capable of nuisance value, yes. But the question then became, what does he do once he's passed there? Yeah. We've seen, I think, in, in people like Eddie Manjoma, okay, e even in people like Uzo, yeah. we've seen more end product of some variety, be it a cross. Gabby, Gabby Torres. Gabby Torres. Yep. Perfect example, yep. Gabby Torres. Okay. 
We've seen them, yeah, they get up there into the final third of the opponent and they do something successful with it. Sure. With Babu Kajai, I felt it was a lot more hit and miss. Yeah. And more miss sometimes than hit in those positions. And I I think that's the tough part is regardless of needs, if you're able to evaluate a players in a trade and say, hey, I'm able to get a guy, even if it's in positions where he's a bit more consistent on his day, I think that's something you look for. I mean, listen, Formel is a guy who he can cause attack and chaos. He can link up incredibly well with the rest of the, I would say, trio in the, you know, in the in the starting attack right there with Trejo, with Panos, with Arteaga, it gives you so much fluidity in how you play. I mean, really, we've been saying this even since Panos got acquired. Now you have a guy who's really able to orchestrate a bit more in that attacking midfield. It gives opportunity for Trejo, gives it opportunity for Arteaga. Now you bring in a guy of this quality, and I think it's something where you, whether you had uh, Babu or not, you had a plethora of attacking talent out wide. That was never this team's issue. If you're able to help on the attacking front, I actually very much like how you have, you know, uh, Quajo, Majoma, Gabby Torres, all these different players that really help give you something a little bit different. And their whole thing is if they're able to finish, you're now able to get on the end of those crosses a little bit more. Something that Ryzen severely struggled with, severely struggled with on Saturday. And while... Babu was not in that lineup to contribute to those struggling crosses. I think it's one of those things where, again, more often than not, we're looking for consistency. Wasn't really able to do that, but now you have a guy who's able to get on the end of it. Hopefully yeah. it helps. Yeah. Hopefully it helps. No, I'd agree. We, have to, we have to tell, I man. I will say this, see. though. One thing I'd say you're going to miss with Babu Kajai is I think he was reasonably well regarded yes. off the field, reasonably yes. well liked by a lot of his Absolutely. teammates. You've got to find a way to kind of replace some of that. Now, I'm not saying... For a minute, that uh, Formella wouldn't be perceived in that same kind of way, but when you look at Babu, you had someone who was almost always smiling off the field, and yeah. that can be big in terms of having that kind of a presence on your team. Um, that can be important to the locker room chemistry, Certainly. and it is something that Juan in his comments mentioned about having to kind of replace certain elements of of some of that. Really, one, um, one of the very few holders that actually that really does help, especially with a new team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now I was intrigued by this one. I mean, look, I, I didn't necessarily expect it to be. To be Jai, I, I almost had a couple of uh, people who I'd have probably expected over Jai, but it's Jai. So there you go. That's the that's the move. Yeah. I but mean, again, just uh, one yeah. more thing here, and I will say this on yeah. Formella again. Yeah. Just to speak to that pedigree more, this is a guy who has made over 60 appearances for Poznan. Yeah. Okay. Damn. That's not a bad level of football right there. Not at all. I mean, you... you not a bad level of you football. Know, you noted it before, like you consider him a quality player. Yeah. Yeah. I consider OG's a quality player in the THC edible space. We love our friends at OG's Brands. Man, they are always up to the quality. Nothing but quality. Max, why are you doing Whether that? it's, you know, the Indicas, the Sativas, the Pink Lemonade. It feels like he has to. The creams, the fruits. I have, the, ple- so I have the pleasure of doing it. Uh, it's so strange. <clears throat> like, 
We could do a normal transition. Yeah, no, I know that never. you do actually enjoy these products. No, stop ruining you know? it. You, you do actually I enjoy yes, these I do. products. Okay, you, anyway, you you're, you're hijacking that. We're just going to cut this here. Anyway, um, our friends at OG's Brands, uh, you know, even can help my friend Owen here. Just chill out a bit. You know, he doesn't have to interrupt the ad transitions. You know, take a little OG's, even their microdose edition. Really helps just chill this guy out. He doesn't need to, to interrupt. Be so, be so, uh, you know, himself. But friends at OG's make you feel like a million bucks, not a doctor. But uh, I do recommend it. You're not a doctor, Max. I just I know. Like, I just clarified that. Let's be clear with this. I just clarified. Oh, uh, please tell me we're not going back to the. I'm not a this. I'm not a that. What do you mean? I've done that like three times already in this episode. But check out our friends at OG's Brands on Instagram. That is OG's Brands, and also. Check them out online at ogsbrands.com. If you find them at a local dispensary near you, you must be 21 plus years or older to enjoy responsibly. As Devin is pointing out there, never ask a man his salary, a woman her age, or Max what he said in Dave and Buster's. Dave? Okay, well, who is David Buster's? Uh, it's meant to be Dave and Buster's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, well, he doesn't even know. I don't know who David Buster's is. Sorry, Devin. Anyway. Uh, I, I really I, I really didn't want to make the joke, but Max, why were you in David Buster's? Why would... <laughs> Oh my god! Simple things place simple minds. Ha, Jacob Franklin, we're moving on here. I was not the one who said it. Uh, Every time Adman's ad is interrupted, a pony dies. I don't it's know. Pony I don't know why a pony, but you know what can help make that pony come to life is our friends at Circle K. <laughs> friends at Circle K. <laughs> not a, just Max. That not, is the worst one you've done yet. I'm not an equestrian, but uh, I think that might help our friends at Circle K. You're not help an equestrian. We'll help you get back on your horse with a nice polar pop to help you refuel, baby. You know, you equestrian is an adjective, by the way. You can't be an equestrian. Shoot, I don't know what the. <laughs> oh no, it can share. be a noun. It can be a noun. To be fair, actually, not found. Thank the you. I mean, that, one. So that, may, that makes sense. Back, yes. yes, our friends at Circle K will make I, <laughs> our friends at Circle K will make you feel absolutely amazing. You don't have to spend on a lot of moolah to enjoy what they have if you text. Code PHNX to 31310. Again, code PHNX. <clears throat> Put it on screen we to 31310. We, we promise you I, yeah. that this is legit. This isn't this just is going to be Max is, sending you ad transitions. Because I've, okay, I've never legit. promised to buy those one liquid adult beverages, but you can buy yourselves a free Circle K Polar Pop. Again, text PHNX to 31310 for buy one, get one, three Polar Pops. It's literally texting something. For something free. It's freaking awesome. You get not one, but two of them. So, okay, they got the snacks. They got the four peaks you can buy there. They got everything there. Fuel up on your way to and from Valley Tapper, especially you need to revive it after, you know, uh, someone uh, might buy you a shot or something. We don't know. We'll see what happens. Max but, is buying shots. Ah, anyway. Max is buying shots. <laughs> Check out our friends at Circle K. Again, text PHNX 31310 for buy one, get one free. Polar Pops. Love you, Circle K. Oh, so much. All right. Uh, you know, actually, we and I don't. We actually haven't talked too much about Sacramento specifically because you know we've kind of been. All it's been over the a place. lot to talk. It this actually has these, been. These yeah. midweek games are rough on us. It's a lot. It is a lot. Uh, you know, thinking about Sacramento, we know we play a bit of a three-four-three type formation. They are, you could say, doing quite well at the top of the table, which we don't like to hear. And they have a history with rising. What stands out to you when you think of Sac Republic? Uh, state fair. Okay, other than the state no, fair. No, as, uh, as we look at them, I think someone who's uh, an interesting one is Matt Lagrasse. 
Yeah. Interesting midfield presence. Oh, former Reno 1860 and FC player. Former Reno 1860 AFC player. Yeah, yes. Off you go, man. Yes. Off you go. But he's someone actually, to look, he's someone from Sacramento County. He's a local boy. He's been there now since last season. Uh, but he's been successful. He's a versatile midfielder who yeah. can do a variety of different things. He can be big on winning the ball and those defensive actions and all of that kind of stuff. He can also be big at creating chances as well. Um, He's got a lot of different sides to his game. I think that he's always someone who, if you're coming up against Sacramento Republic, you've got to be cognizant of. You can't just let him run the show in midfield. Absolutely. if you do, things are going to go badly pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, uh, he's a guy where, you know, for, for Reno, very much was a kind of like a do-everything. I mean, don't get me wrong, he definitely pulled the strings for that club, but he's a bit of a guy. He's a guy who seems to pop up a bit of everywhere. I mean, granted watching him a good handful of years ago but even still he just is a very high soccer iq type guy sack seems to have a lot of those guys on their team just not someone who can take lightly i mean uh they got they got people in the golden boot race you know like it's something where mm-hmm. they're a threat they're a threat mm-hmm. yeah. they are they are indeed now someone else who hasn't been in the squad at all lately mm. um rodrigo lopez mm. now i'm not expecting to see him um Play. That's a shame, but it's a, it's a, it's an absence, and it's worth noting that one because he's someone who Roro Lopez has been really critical to their identity really since 2020. Yeah, with one year exception in there, I think he's someone who you can never really count out. We saw that with uh, the 2021 playoff game when Rising came up against RGV in the first round of the playoffs yeah. and conceded free kick to him after kind of the comments on the commentary and the game that match broadcast saying, "Well, he's." He's kind of on the downside of his career. Yeah. You know, guys getting on. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Uh, anything else that jumps out of you for Sack? What to watch for? Ah, uh, they're sloppy lately. Now They're beatable. Very they're beat- sloppy. Beatable. They're, they're very drawable. sloppy. They they're haven't drawable. won a game in a month. It's over a month now. Yeah. That's a long time. Okay. Very, very sloppy. Very, very sloppy. But as you look at some of the things, we look at their last game. I know this is something that we were discussing before coming on the show. And thanks to uh, Reese for picking this out. Crossing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crossing. Yeah. But not good. No, not great. Not good at all. Oh, the so kind of like how, a... many, how many crosses was it? Give me, give me the number. Crossing. Come on, Max. What? How many crosses did they attempt? Oh, uh, sack. I don't know. Freaking say for 30. They actually attempted uh, 13. That was close. I, that's why I said 13. Yeah, I said that. Exactly. Same page. That's cool. Yeah, not not too many. Different attack that Rising plays, certainly. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting, man. I, I, think, I, I think it's one of those things where this is a team at the top of the table, and you can look casuals and be like, oh, yeah, cool, top of the table. They're for a reason. It's been a bad run of form for them, at least certainly by their standards. Beatable team, short re- week for them as well. This is a winnable game for Rising. Mm-hmm. Very winnable game. Do you have a score prediction? Do I have a score Chat, prediction? I would love to know your score predictions as well. Yeah, you know what? Actually, sorry, we forgot the... Oh. If we're going, before we go into the score prediction, we forgot the biggest bit of banter in this. The referee. Oh my gosh, yeah, you were mentioning yeah. We yeah, were talking yeah. about this before the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good referee else. for this game, Elvis Ismanovic. And I was wondering, why why does that name really stick in my head? Beyond the fact that it's Elvis. Um, nice. The thing that's sticking in my head, I'm like, why, why, why? You know why? Because as Devin Blackwell points out, actually, in the chat, I don't know if he's actually reacting to us. 
or the famous handball in uh, Phoenix Rising against Sacramento Republic in 2020 in the first round playoff game. Solomon Asante punches it in the net. Who had the whistle that day? Elvis Ismanovic. I'm going one all. Okay. One all. Okay. And I'm okay. saying uh, Panos with a goal. I will say on this one, I have uh, Bandina's biggest thing with uh, Formella there. I will say that I've got a neither confirm nor deny on whether he's actually going to be eligible for selection. Here to your first. There's no insight I can give you. Here to your first. Ramon Evans. He can either confirm nor deny. That's official reporting. All right. We'll see. Saley, 3 1 rising. There's Bluebird, 1 1. Devin, 1 0 rising. Uh, I would also like, uh, curious to see who's scoring. Reese, 2 1 rising. Artiaga Brace. I have two all. Rising, I also had an Arteaga brace as well. Going man, Pat, so you're saying Rising has a puncher's chance. I see what you did there. Very clever, very clever. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I feel uh, chat is kind of divided seeing Rising win pretty predominantly. I don't know. I think this is a tough team. I, I think uh, you want to win this, absolutely. But uh, especially seeing how they play, like, uh, wouldn't you know, draw 2-2. Two, two. I'm thinking there's a lot of chaos, yeah. certainly. Other, ma- other matches around the USL. Uh, tomorrow, Pittsburgh Riverhounds taking on Indy 11 at 4 p.m. And the Formella-less Oakland Roots taking on Las Vegas Lights at 7 no p.m. No giant in that game either. I can confirm he's yeah, out. <laughs> he's injured. Yep. Going yeah. man pad 2-2. Rising likes drawing too much. Oh, smart man. One just like last me. question. Oh, Devin with seven yellow cards total in tomorrow's match. That's, a, nice. that's a nice one. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, I will say this now. After the draw on Saturday... What pressure does that add? Ooh. Chat, you can hop in as well. Yeah, because we are we're a, uh, about a week away from our, our typical we're a rising fusion the table, first of the month type discussion. But um, I, I don't know, man. It, it, we keep on saying there is time of the season, which there very much is, but you are starting to play a tough slate of matches. and Very tough. I, I would say this. You really can like you need to start turning these draws into victories but you really got to you have to you have to make these away matches counts i want to make sure that everyone understands just these mat slate of matches that are coming up tomorrow at sack saturday at monterey bay next saturday home at san antonio next saturday after that home at el paso it's a tough stretch yeah that's a brutal stretch yeah. Two wins in the next four, Gully Man Pat says. <laughs> so you no, don't get the formula no. for winning, am I right? No, Max? Don't encourage yeah, bang, 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 bang. We love it. Don't encourage we him. It. We love it. No, but Bandito's Boober, we need four points on the road this week. That to me is a fair assessment. I it's tough to look at these matches. If they get four, I'm more, I'm saying success. See, Bandito, yes. Uh, that that to me. Yeah, I agree. Go, go man Pat, go, so four points on this road trip, or as Go Man Pat said, as you said, two wins in the next four. If you can get four from this road trip, that puts you up in an incredibly successful position. It's just easier said than done. It's never easy on a short week. You need to. I'm curious if this they position a bit to maybe play a strong lineup, Milmore Carlos Harvey in this. We're gonna see what happens. But you got to go for it. Um, speaking of going for it. You know, the Women's World Cup is going on, and we do have our drawings that we've been promising you a graphic. Other producer, Sean, finally got around to it. But, uh, yeah, we have. Again, he's, only, he's only picking on him now because he's not here. No, I'd do it if he was here, yeah. too. Uh, this has everyone's choices in it. Again, you'll see everyone's 
Twitter handle up to or X handle, whatever the heck they're calling it these days. Their X handle up top. We're not calling it X. We're not calling it. So. We're not calling it X. Yeah, good. Uh, the Twitter handle up top with the country they are representing. The only X we reference on this thing is Reno1868. Nice. X Club. Nice. Uh, yeah, but this shows where everyone is currently standing in the table. Whose chances are you liking? Who's uh, sitting pretty? You know, based on how everything's uh, played out so far. I, I still think that Michael with uh, Brazil has got a solid I mean, upside chance. Yeah, it's uh, not too j bad. I mean, a couple others on here, right? We had Japan with a quite a throttling. Miss Emma Clark is not sitting too poorly as well. You did mention Brazil. Uh, you know, USA Punk Rocks 13, a big match tomorrow. Again, see you guys at Valley Tap Room. Um, but yeah, Japan had a good opener, admittedly, against Zambia. Yeah, yeah, five five nil. Five nil. Uh, Brazil with the throttling there. Uh, you know, what do we got? Germany. Germany with a very impressive performance. Well, I think actually I tweeted this out earlier today. The fun fact, out of the 18 matches that have been played, only one of them have involved both teams scoring. It has been quite a defensive battle at this mm -hmm. World Cup. Yeah. yeah. I will say this. Uh, if there's any issues with this graphic and... Uh Thank you for pointing that one out. We'll have to double check that one, won't we? Oh, John. Oh, class. We're, not, we're, not, we're not throwing Sean on the bus. Boo. Uh, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry if there's a misprint. Remember has it. Yeah, sure, sure. The guy wears glasses. What do you want from me, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. look. It, Sean, is, Sean is a guy who joined the D-backs pod, and all of a sudden, they got a losing record ever since he's joined them. Everyone, so. uh, send your send your uh, your uh, complaints to, what was it, Sean underscore the pause? Sean underscore the pause. Yeah, at uh, Sean underscore the pause. It's time for him to be DFA'd. Nice. Do it. Yeah, that's tough. Any, uh... He says it about everyone else. You ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. Um, yeah, we have, uh, went through a lot today. I mean, there's so much, <laughs> so, so much going on, uh, even going on tomorrow. Anything else we missed, uh, cause you have, you got a flight to catch tomorrow. Uh, no. Okay. I think we're about done. <laughs> that was weird. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. Cool. Looking, looking at tomorrow now, yeah. It's a lovely trip to Sacramento. Oh. Remember for the next three shows, we got a show tomorrow post game. Um yeah. where you'll be probably at Valley Tap Room. I'll be up in Sacramento. Yeah, you will. We'll be back on Thursday. Not well, I won't be here. You will be maybe in here or at home. Oh, I'll be uh, Jazz Jacob absolutely stares a hole down at me with all the blinking. He'll be somewhere in Arizona. Uh, I mean, we got to do a pre-record somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, I'd prefer you be here, but... Figure it out. There you go. You better be here. Figure it so out. So, he will be here. I will we'll be live, in actually. Monterey. Yeah. Ready for the game on Saturday. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I thought we were talking about tomorrow. I spaced out for a second. Anyway, on that note, I have probably too many beers, which I will not, will or will not be buying tomorrow. We'll see what happens, but... Max is buying beers. Oh, okay. It says so down here. That is a horrible medium for audio listeners it still says max is buying beers on the screen uh, okay well we appreciate it, everyone double the games double the free shots i wasn't even at that Devin. point wasn't even at that point yet we appreciate everyone joining us and for everyone who'll be joining us tomorrow as always you can follow at phnx underscore underscore rasmus double the fun double the underscores oh my gosh i he, said he it in reverse. backwards ah, and remember right. before we go yeah Football's a beautiful game. Isn't wait, it? wait, no, I haven't even said our. our wait, wait, it's I haven't even more. I haven't beautiful. even said our you, our Twitter handles yet. Yeah, you follow me. At, they follow know me at, no, not not everyone. What if you're listening new? You follow me at Max David Simpson. You can follow him and OJ Evans at too. Remember, it's the beautiful game, but, but it's, it's so more even beautiful. So much more beautiful. No, no, when, no, don't when say, don't say it. It's not true. Up to the bar and no, you tell them. Don't do it. Put them on.